Welcome to You Are Not For Everyone. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialty in somatic and holistic practices. On this podcast, we normalize talking about important mental health topics such as depression, anxiety, grieving, trauma, personality disorder, and much more. Thank you for joining me today and let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we're talking about building your confidence. And the definition I'm going to use of confidence today is knowing what's true. Confidence is knowing what's true. So if you've spent thousands and thousands of hours on playing the piano or practicing dance or really working on a skill as an athlete, as an artist, as a scholar, you're probably good at it. And I'm curious, do you tell people you're good at it? Because that's the part of confidence that we get into sticky trouble in our culture. Because we've been taught that we're not supposed to say we're good at something. We're supposed to be humble. We're supposed to have humility. And you never say you're good at something. But what kind of message is that? If you're not supposed to admit that you're good at something because it makes you look arrogant or like you're bragging, then how are we allowed to be confident in our skill set? Where did this idea of not being able to say we're good at something start? A lot of these issues started in childhood. We were taught not to brag. We were taught not to boast. Other kids would be mean to us if we were good at something and we even admitted we were good at something. All the messages coming at us was that you don't admit when you're good at something. And what did that teach us overall? That when we have confidence, we're arrogant. Well, I'm here to tell you there's two different things happening. Confidence is knowing what's true. If I've been dancing my whole life, I'm a good dancer. I can admit I'm a good dancer and I will say I'm a good dancer. And people can look at me and say, wow, she thinks she's all that. Well, no, I don't think I'm all that, but I know I'm good at what I do. I know that I'm not better than a lot of people, but I know I'm not at the bottom of the pile either. I'm confident in my skill set, but I'm very self-aware of where I stand and how hard I've worked to get here and my level of dance. I will say I am a good dancer. That's confidence. If I say to you, I'm a better dancer than you, I can't believe you dance like that, look at you dance, and I look down upon you, that is arrogance. That is completely different than having confidence. Confidence is knowing what's true and not having to brag about it, but being honest about what you're good at, owning who you are, owning what you're good at, owning what you're not good at, and getting better at it. Confidence comes from time and effort and skill and knowledge and also feeling it within yourself. And then we get accolades, we get reinforcement, we get bonuses, we get rewards, we get prizes, we get mentions when we are good at something and we need to honor those things. We can't just downplay every single thing that tells us we're good at something just because some adult somewhere along the way or some mean kid somewhere along the way told us that when we admit we're good at something, we're showing off, we're bragging, and that is so not true. We need to be confident. We need to own up to our skill set, and we need to thrive and get even better at our skill set. Confidence is knowing what's true.
So here are some areas that we tend to lack confidence and we'll work on these. So if you're lacking confidence at work, let's see why. Why are you lacking confidence at work? Are you on the same level as everybody else? Have you done the same education? Have you gone up through the ranks? Maybe you're not as good as everyone else at work. Maybe you haven't caught on in certain areas. Maybe you've stopped growing and learning. Maybe there's people that are above you that have more formal education. Know what's true. Know where your place is. And if there is a part of your work that you want to be more confident in, get some help, get some mentoring, get some support, get some coaching. There's people at your job that are good at things. And I'm sure you think they're good at things. I'm sure they think they're good at things. So if you want to get better at a certain aspect of your job, ask for help. Go to your supervisor, go to your boss and ask, how can you improve? A lot of times we make up stories in our own heads. We think that we're not good at something. We're passed over. We feel like we're not held in high regard. That may be a story in your head. It may be true. The only way you're going to know is if you sit with your supervisor, sit with your boss, sit with someone that you work with, and ask for feedback. We need to take good critiques, positive and negative feedback, and become the best version of ourselves. If you're feeling like you're not confident at work, but you are really good at what you do, that humility is going to hold you back. Know what's true. And if you feel like you need to improve at work, instead of having low confidence, get some support. Don't you want to feel better? Don't you want to go to work and thrive? So to build confidence at work, ask for help, ask for support, further your education, further your skill set, stay later and get some extra coaching, ask for feedback. This is how you'll get more confident because you'll get more support and you'll know where you're weak and you'll build that up, and you'll even know where you're strong because if you have a good supervisor, a good boss, they're going to tell you your strengths. You're going to get accolades for that, and if you're not getting that, maybe you're in the wrong job or at the wrong job site. Let's talk about confidence and social media. People look at social media and they tend to compare themselves with others and their confidence goes down. This couple looks so happy. That family looks perfect. That person's job is amazing. Well, let me just clarify and say not everyone is what they post to be. P-O-S-T. We post on social media our happy experiences, our best experiences, our biggest successes, There's very few people that actually post things uh, when things are down or things are negative. And there are those Debbie Downers that that's all they post and that's different. But when you start comparing yourself to other people on social media, you're really believing the grass is greener. And the grass is not always greener. It just appears to be. You don't know anyone's story unless you sit with them and talk to them. Social media is not the way to judge your own personal life. You have to look at your own happiness. Are you happy? Is your life fulfilling? Is your home life fulfilling? Is your work life fulfilling? Is your recreational life fulfilling? And if it's not, then work on that. Work on yourself. 
figure out where in your life you need to build up some energy, some power, some enthusiasm so you have more confidence and make your life the best it can be. Don't compare to other people. Social media is the worst way to compare yourself to others because most people are only posting super happy, positive things and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Then there's body image. How do you feel about your body? Are you confident with your body? Do you feel good about it? And this is a sticky one because people don't always feel comfortable talking about their body image because they want to change it, but they don't know how. Some people have health issues that don't allow their bodies to change. And some people cannot gain weight and they're very, very thin and they can't ever get bigger and thicker and they want to. Some people are very overweight and this is the same thing. They can't lose the weight because of physical illnesses, detriments to their body. That is frustrating. But we have to come into acceptance of knowing what's true. If we have a certain illness or a certain disease that's setting us back in our body image, we have to come to peace with that. We have to live a healing lifestyle. When we have things in our lives, illnesses in our lives that we cannot cure, we have to learn how to live a healing lifestyle. Healing and curing are two different things. Healing means you live a lifestyle that you're living your best life. You're taking good care of yourself. You're eating the best food. You're getting enough sleep. You're enjoying your social life. You're connected to people. You're thriving. Even though you have an illness, you're choosing to live your best life. And if your body is not where you want it to be and you have the ability to change it and you're lacking confidence because you can change your body, you don't have an illness holding you back, you don't have anything holding you back except that you just are not motivated. That will cause a lack of confidence and you have to find out why am I not motivated? I feel low confidence about my body, but I won't get up and exercise, I won't put down the junk food, I won't get some fresh air and go for a power walk. Why? Maybe you're suffering from depression, especially at this time of year, seasonal depression starts to kick in when it gets darker out. Talk to your doctor about that. Maybe you have low blood iron and you need to get some iron into your diet. You don't know why you might be feeling this way, so maybe going to the doctor and getting a nice physical will help. And if you have the physical and everything's good and you're still not motivated, you have to figure out why. Because you want to start feeling good about yourself. The only way to get confidence in your body image is to be proactive and start taking care of yourself. You want to feel better. It's time to start feeling better. You know what's true? What's true is that you're not doing as much as you can for your physical health. And if that's true, then you need to fix it. You need to make better, healthier choices for your body so your confidence can go up in your body image. How about your mental health? How is your mental health? And a lot of times we have low confidence, low self-esteem because we've suffered severe trauma, physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse. This is an important one. It's hard to be confident when you're suffering. It's hard to be confident when you've been knocked down a lot. It's hard to be confident when your chemistry is off and your body's imbalanced. 
Taking care of your mental health is really important to start getting your confidence back. Many people live in a very anxious state. They're in a fight or flight state all the time and their nervous system's always going. You're not going to feel confident in that state. So let's know what's true. What's true is that your mental health is struggling. So what can we do to build our confidence in the mental health area of our lives? We get a counselor, we go to therapy, we go to a doctor, we get some help, we get a psychiatrist, whatever it takes to get the coaching you need. You may have a formal diagnosis that you need to know about so you can treat it. And there's two parts of getting better with mental health issues. One is environmental, and that is coping skills and having a coach or a therapist, a counselor guide you, reframe things and do actual healing work through the help of a professional. The second way of getting better is biological. That means your chemistry may be off. You may be suffering from depression or anxiety and you need medication. You need to get that through the help of a professional person and take care of that. In order to feel confident in your mental health issues, you need to start taking control of your mental health issues. And you can't do that on your own in many cases. In many cases, you need a lot of support, especially if you have extreme trauma in your life, childhood trauma. You've experienced a lot in your childhood and it's still lingering into your adult life and it's really affecting your day-to-day functioning. Please get the help and support that you need because I want to see you confident. I want to see you glowing. I want to see you thriving and living your best life. And it's hard to do that without support and without help. How about friendship? How are your, how is your confidence in your friendships? Do you feel like you have a good amount of friends? Do you feel like you have support system? Do you feel like you have people you can rely on? And so the confidence there is making friends. Uh, Someone said a great suggestion for a podcast is how to make friends as an adult. And I think that's really important because how do you make friends as an adult? You know, some people get out of a marriage and they've been in that marriage for so long that they don't have any friends. They've just been married to their partner and their partner has been their main person. Some people have empty nests. Now their kids are out of the house and they have no friends because they've been taking their kids everywhere and making them the main focus. So it's time to start investing time and energy into friendships. Even the friendships you have already, how much time are you investing in them? If you don't feel confident about your friendship, friendships, perhaps it's because you're not investing time and energy into them. When was the last time you called your friend and had a chat? When was the last time you called a friend and made dinner or lunch plans? When was the last time you did something just for fun with some friends? It takes some effort as adults. I know for myself, when I want to hang out with friends, we might have to plan it two, three, four weeks in advance and put it on the calendar. Because as adults and as professionals, we're very busy. We have a lot of stuff going on in our lives. And in order to feel confident in our friendships, we have to effort and put the time in. And we also have to know that we are worthy of friendship. You are worthy of friendship. And so let's get into self-esteem and how you feel about yourself. How do you feel about yourself? Do you feel like you're a fun person? 
Do you feel like you have something to offer to friends or to a relationship? Do you feel whole? Do you feel less than? Do you feel confident? How do you feel as a human? And this is a self-esteem issue. I think of little children when you see them hiding behind their mothers. And people say, oh, she's just shy. Well, children are usually not born shy. Children are usually born very inquisitive and very interested and adventurous in the world. And somewhere along the line, they were taught that the world is not a safe place. And when they learn the world is not a safe place, they start hiding behind their mother. They start pulling back from playing with other children. They stop raising their hand in class when they've been embarrassed. They start pulling back from sports when they didn't make the team or they were the last one picked. It's very, very wounding all these experiences children have and their perspective of it is internalized as they aren't good enough. Well, now you're an adult. Now you need to start putting those things in perspective. The world can be an unsafe place, but it also can be a place of wonderful adventure, lots of love, great food, great restaurants, travel, seeing the world, sunshine, nature, trail walks. There's a lot of good in the world that is safe. And sometimes you are good at things and sometimes you're not. That's our our adult perspective. We know what we're good at and we know what we're not so good at. We're not going to have a low self-esteem about it. We know that if we try something new, we probably won't be the best at it, but that's okay. We're going to take a chance because we want to learn that new skill and we're not going to care what people think. That's what happens when we're children. We want to win everybody over. We want everyone to like us. We want to be the best. We want to make our parents proud. We want to make our teachers proud. We want people to like us. Well, people will like you for who you are, for your spirit, for your warm energy, for your kindness, for your laughter, for your joy, for what you share. And it's time to really take a good look at your heart and yourself and know that you are worthy of a high self-esteem. Look at what made you feel less than as a child. Really examine it. Think back of what was it. There might have been a few different things that happened to you as a child that brought your confidence down. And now look at those same instances through adult eyes and say, wow, I might not have been good at soccer, but I'm still not good at soccer. I've never liked running. So why would you be good at soccer if you don't even like to run? But maybe you were really good playing instruments. Maybe you're a really good artist. Know what's good about you and really honor it and know where you were weak and you probably won't ever be good at certain things. It's being honest with yourself. Confidence is knowing what's true and owning up to it. No, I'm not that great at that, but I'm going to try it anyway because I want to be successful at it and give it a good shot. Confidence is stepping into your power as an adult person not letting the pains and the wounds and the fear of childhood of the past still run the show. It's time for you to run the show. And the one last thing I want you to think about is 
being a perfectionist. Some people don't want to even try things because they're not good at it. Well, you'll never be good at it if you don't try. And I even have people who say they want to lose weight before they come to the studio to work out, which makes zero sense because you want to lose the weight at the studio. You want to come and start exercising and get fit or not lose weight. You may want to gain weight, but people don't want to come to the studio until they reach a certain level and then they feel perfect and then they come. Well, perfectionism is non-existent. No one's perfect at anything. There's people that are very good at things, But you know how long it takes to be an expert at something? 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours. And that's a long time. And so if you're an adult now and you're going to start taking dance classes, you're not going to be an expert at the beginning. There's no perfectionism there. And most dancers know this. You know, we work hard to be as good as we can be And we know we have more work to do. Everyone has more work to do, whether you're building things, whether you're creating things, whether you're learning things. Just know that you are worthy of learning new things without worrying about what people think. This is where confidence comes from. Confidence comes from knowing what's true and not caring what people think about your choices and what you've chosen to do and how you may appear. No one's perfect. There's no perfect people. There's no perfect marriages. There's no perfect families. There's no perfect jobs. People make the best of what they have. They are grateful and practice gratitude for what they have. And that brings confidence. When you're grateful for what you have, you work hard to make your family happy, to make your marriage work, to make your job be really fulfilling and to thrive there, to be the best student you can possibly be. It takes effort. And if you want to have confidence, you want to make that effort. So then you know it's true that you're good at what you've chosen to do. So here are some affirmations for self-confidence. One, I believe in myself and my abilities. Two, there is no such thing as failure, only experiences. Three, my confidence increases every day with my effort. Four, I wake up in the morning feeling empowered and choosing to have a great day. Five, I remind myself I am born to do great things. Six, small steps are progress. Seven, it's okay to ask for help. Eight, my confidence lies in my knowledge and experiences, and I always will be a student and want to learn more. Nine, it's okay to take a break, regroup, unplug. 10. A setback is not a failure. It's an opportunity to regroup and try again. 11. If I stay strong and confident, I know I will get through it. You will get through it. 12. Asking for help is a sign of strength. 13. Setbacks are opportunities to learn and to grow. You deserve to be the most confident person you possibly can. 
Just do a quick examination of your childhood, of your life, even in your adult life. We could have grown up confident, but had a very uh, abusive relationship. We could have had a very traumatic experience um, in our early adult years. We could have had a traumatic experience last week that shakes our confidence. And it's important to get the help and support that you need. Identify what it was that happened to you that made your self-esteem go down and what is still going on with you that makes your self-esteem go down. Identify it. And then if you're not able to work through it on your own, get some support, professional support, counseling, a therapist, a coach. You do not need to do this alone and you do deserve to live your best life and to live in confidence. I'm encouraging you to start building your confidence every day by believing in yourself and knowing you deserve to live your best life and to thrive. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please go down into the episode description and click the link support the show and you can buy me a coffee. Another way to support is to write a review or to share the podcast with friends. And great news, my workbook is now available on Amazon. This book aligns with the first 30 episodes of the podcast and provides journaling prompts to help you through self-reflection as you move through your own personal healing journey. Stay well, and I look forward to having you back next time.